speed, agility, power. I'm a big fan of these things. All of the performance I demand for myself on the ice is here. Handles all of my needs in dynamic fashion. So I saw Avatar on Tuesday. Oh, God. That Have you seen it yet, Bias? Have you seen the re-release? Yes, yes I saw the re-release. I went oh. to IMAX in Richmond. Me too. Not, it. not in Richmond, but I went to IMAX. They didn't show the, the fucking, which was annoying. Yeah, I was really mad about that. The tail fucking. Yeah, apparently there is an extended version that came out, but they, so they put it in there. But I distinctly remember that that was the oh it was in the movie remember the names but people yeah. remember the tail fucking yeah i agree it was uh yeah i don't like that you could just change history like that um mm-hmm. everyone remembers this the is tail what they took from you yeah that's right this is what they took from you um we used to be a moon yes get it i, I do yeah yeah honestly it whipped <laughs> i couldn't believe how good it was I was like, I was watching it just the entire time. Just Nicholson nodding at everything. Like, it looks so good. Like, people say, people talk about, like, movies that, like, age well or whatever. This That movie didn't age at all. Like, it's just well, been... Well, they remastered it. it whatever. It's, 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 <laughs> it just, I just mean in general, like, everything with it. Like, just the whole, the whole thing. Even just, even setting aside the special effects or whatever it's just been like preserved in amber because every other movie is fucking like regressed horrifically since then Mm -hmm. um and all the like fake smart guy criticisms from 2009 about how it was too much like other movies just ring so hollow after like you know literally like three dozen critique that doesn't age well yeah, you know, and there's like three dozen movies about like, you know, what if the superhero had friends? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I was fucking wrote, wrote dialogue for me and my friends. Like, oh, man, okay, it's funny. Okay, it's funny that you say that because the thing that I noticed about uh, Avatar when I watched it is that there's only one character in the movie that does soy dialogue, and it's the bad guy. It's Giovanni. It's, uh... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The fucking like, uh, like, uh, you know, PMC like dipshit guy. Okay, so that ages the movie actually, because now that'd be a really bold choice. Whereas back then, it would be like, yeah, this seems a reasonable thing. It was so like, it was very striking to me when I saw it again that I was like, oh, this person sucks and talks like a Marvel character. That's very interesting. Um, you're you're probably right. It probably seemed a lot more normal thirteen years ago, but um. There's also uh um, a, well sorry yeah I was please. gonna say I'm surprised that they still stuck with the main actors uh, across the movie like to yeah. bet on Sam Worthington that he is not gonna like uh like fuck his life up or like quit acting by the time it happens <laughs> uh, you know like like who, yeah. what do you remember Sam Worthington from outside of that three year span like, oh yeah you know? no nothing 
He, I he, literally don't even know that's a person. Yeah, totally. And this is the main character of the movie. He is. Yeah. yeah. He, I, you know what? He's pretty good in it, though. Actually, like well, in a weird kind of way. Him. Yeah. Um. There's a great line that he says where he's doing the video log. Um. That really stood out to me this time, where he's like, uh, I actually like laughed. Um, where he's doing the video log and he's like, uh, these people aren't going to give up their home for what? Light beer. And I was <laughs> like, that's very funny. Uh, and also uh, a good um, little like the 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 movie's about colonialism, folks. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Anyways. The beer part, I feel like that's such a 2009, like, mm-hmm. hey, these are the ironically funny things about the U.S. Everybody, yeah. everybody drinks piss. Now people can go a little bit further with. Certainly. Uh, they're all demons. Um, but, you know. Well, that's, that is so, also I mean, in the movie, part. in fairness. Fair enough. I think, uh, yeah, I mean. uh See, I love life beer now, and so I. Just, well, yeah, it's, fair. It's very shocking to me to see that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with life. I was going to make a joke about that, but I'm drinking a three percent beer right now. So, in in comparison to, uh, you know, having uh, a beautiful, living in a beautiful, like, uh, you know, Amazonian jungle and tail fucking each other and stuff, it seems pretty, uh, pretty mid, I guess. Um. But yeah, it's cool that the uh, bad guys are are the American military. That's uh, that doesn't happen enough in movies. So yeah, uh, forced to forced by uh, both the the conditions that have followed it and uh, the content of the movie itself to uh, say yeah, it's a it's a it's a five star classic. Especially if you go actually go see the re release. Go see it on that. It's great. Uh all right, let's cut most of that out. All right, what ha- what's ha- what's happening? What's, yeah, uh... Uh, we don't have to cut that out. It was good. I wanted to do a little <laughs> movie corner. It's, it was important to me. I it was the it was what I did this week. I didn't do anything else. I haven't done anything since the last time we talked, except go and see that movie. Um, but uh, I... get you a girlfriend, man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I see. see you vias uh is giving me shit after spending uh the entire day doing phrenology to determine whether he's gonna uh root for the jays or the mariners in the you know what season. let's start let's start let's start with yeah that. we let's, could start there hi yeah, everybody uh it's roxy fever you know you know what's up i'm jackson you know, vias is here, here with me hey, I'm here too. elliot's there as well yeah <laughs> Uh, no intro for this one. <laughs> Fuck it. We haven't done one in like a month since. Uh, it's the, the, it's the off season. And the three of us have, haven't done one even longer than that because the uh, the last one that we did was the one I did with uh, Daniel about the queen dying. Um, that was the was, last one we that released. Was, that was the last one we released. Yeah, because we did the heritage minute instead of doing another regular one. Which uh, was a very good one. Which. Uh, yes, it was. The Heritage Minute was good. The one with Daniel was sure good was as great. well. Um, everyone, of course, remembers uh, Owen Nolan not attending that game in protest of, um, uh, you know, uh, the the Queen and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, no one remembers Dan Cluche c- crashing his porch Cayenne to 
protest uh, the queen murdering Princess Diana. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long time. And so, I mean, what else uh, could we start the episode with? But uh, a discussion of the movie Avatar and uh, using uh, phrenology to determine whether you should root for the Blue Jays or the Mariners. There's multiple reasons why we're... I mean, everybody in BC is talking about the Every single person. You you, you stick your head out the street. Mm -hmm. Even grandmas are are talking about it. It's true. Who do we root for? The the Toronto Blue Jays Mm -hmm. uh, and the Seattle Mariners. Who, who do you choose? We we live so close to the Mariners, and yet we all are forced to buy into fucking Roger Sportsnet and be force fed. Well, I think it's important from... to support the farm team of the Vancouver Canadians. Yeah, that's I was, the most important thing. I was gonna say, like, I think that there's a like, yeah. I think it's kind of bullshit to say that it's like the only reason people around here care about the Blue Jays is because that's is because of like rogers or whatever like no, 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 no the blue jays have been around a lot of people lot just longer. say though like it was the games that were on tv and it was easy to watch that is true that's it, what i said like how do you divorce the that from the rogers thing yeah like that is that is the reason that it's happening anyways uh when and, and yeah, also when i'm I went sure the, the fact league, that they've been basically Seattle. the only team in canada for like 40 years and won two World Series in the 90s has nothing to do with it. And only because they're on TV. It's nobody's... Oh the reason they're on TV up. is... Jackson, nobody's saying that that's not a reason. Okay, it's I just... It's a very large reason. Okay. But also... <laughs> Sorry, like the no. fact that they're the only team other team in Canada is why the rights are the way they are. Of course, yeah. Like, if Canada and the US were one country, uh, Vancouver would be in the Mariners' like broadcast zone definitely but i will say that uh at least from my experience out here like uh especially when they've been good which has not been very often but the mariners have been like an easy number two behind the blue jays for like in terms of like baseball coverage out here yeah, like, but the Mariners haven't been good for 20 years. That's the thing, right? Well, the Mariners have never been good. That's why they're well, great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, rem- I remember when uh, I first got into sports and, like, mm-hmm. I listened to sports radio all the time, and I was, like, keenly aware more about sports apparel I'd see around. Yeah, Mariners gear in the early 2000s was in a lot of places. Like, I okay, randomly yes. had a Mariners shirt. I never accidentally owned a Toronto Blue Jays thing. As a kid, I accidentally owned a lot as in sure, just like yeah. random gifts or people being like, hey, well, the other thing I that, saw way more mirror stuff. that is worth uh, like pointing out about that, though, is that when we were kids was the only time the Mariners have ever been good. And it was when they yeah, had that was like Ichiro at the height of his powers and stuff. Yeah, Ichiro. And then yeah. just before Ichiro, like A-Rod and um uh, Ken Griffey. So, like, Ken Griffey Jr., I guess I should say. Yeah. Related to that, though, ultimately, Jackson, I think you are right that it's impossible to tell which team to root for because they both have Dorktown documentaries. That's right. Yes, that's the correct Yeah, answer. and by eight, one of them's only longer by eight minutes. So and even then, very difficult. There's the, there's the sort of documentary within a documentary. So, 
do you yeah. count that who's or do you say? you know so so say? this yeah. is where why i mean i know that i could be really into the blue jays i know that like like you've said to me before mm-hmm. uh there's way more likable personalities on there that, per- we, that is my opinion we're yes. more familiar that, that also one we're more familiar with because we got yes. more rogers yep. coverage. that's so true yeah the ads about uh, Vladdy uh, eating peanut butter or whatever it is, right? Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. So I know that if I was in a bar watching a game with a bunch of Blue Jays fans, and I was like there and just like happy for Blue Jays, but then the Blue Jays suddenly just like uh, just blew a tire and lost, and the whole crowd went silent, hmm. I'd immediately become a Mariners fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. In a bar, in a bar yes. around um, a me bunch too. of Blue Jays fans. I yeah. would so quickly turn. Oh yeah, and that's that's how it was for me when I went to a Mariners game against the Blue Jays. I, I did. I, I joined that convoy of people going down. <laughs> Who, by the way, I thought it was only going to be people, people from Vancouver, but of course not. People from Alberta and Saskatchewan. Oh yeah, totally. Is is nuts. But like the whole arena, uh, most of the arena being all these like really loud Blue Jays fans. And they just got knocked the fuck down by the Mariners. And I was like, this is fucking hilarious. What I will I, say... It was beautiful, so funny beautiful. Rich, rich Canadians, including me, coming down. It's a, and, it's yeah. a genuinely so, tough one for me because, like, first of all, I I will say, like, even though I hey, barely... you live closer to Seattle than both of us. Fuck it, that's true, yeah. <laughs> uh, I barely, like, watched baseball at all, but, like, I did watch baseball a little bit because my grandpa was a huge baseball fan. My favorite baseball ball player ever is Ichiro um and he is so much like Yager he's so cool he's just he's the coolest man um if anything like Yager is like the hockey version of Ichiro absolutely yeah no it's way more like that than but yeah I I also think like it would be cooler for the Mariners to win a World Series than the Blue Jays because the Mariners have never won one of course they've never even appeared in one um and like uh, the you know the Jays won one like not that long ago. I don't remember it obviously, but like they did, and they won another one too. So they you know that makes it even less of a big deal. Winning around any of our lifetimes that's 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 recent enough. In my yeah, mind. totally. Yeah, uh, especially when you're a, like a Canucks fan. Um, the other big thing that I do want to mention in terms of like rooting interest, mm-hmm. and I know that we just said that Jackson was closer to Seattle. Sure. I have traveled quite a bit in Canada. Yeah. I have literally never been to Toronto. Yeah. Me neither. <laughs> what? You... <laughs> like, I've That's been funny. in the confines of the That's city, hilarious. but like, the most has been like landing at the airport and then yeah, immediately bugging out. Um, I've spent quite a bit of time in Seattle. So to me, like, and I think I mentioned this before, when it comes to like seeing uh paraphernalia growing up it's like mm-hmm. yeah i saw a lot of mariner stuff and it's like was that here or was it just when i was in seattle and random trips but like yeah. to me that's a huge thing to be like no i've been to one of these cities i have not been to the other one so i should there, there, be more of a mariner's fan also... and the thing is like the jays migration has fucked me over a bunch of times sure because yeah. like i have incidentally been in seattle that weekend Oh um, God! Yeah. Come home, and then I'm like, "What the fuck is going on, man?" There's like a thousand people. It's terrible. The Jays I'd have to migration. Say the, I just there has, you there has I thought to you be, meant the birds actually bothered you. If, there, there has to be. Uh, in fairness, like I know, I know the Jays thing is a, is a whole other ball game 
no pun intended, because you have like all of Western Canada, like going down there or whatever. But like there must always be uh, at like every game, like people coming down from B.C. to see the Mariners. Because there's tons of Mariners fans up here too. That definitely definitely happens. Like and, I, I've gone yeah. down, but I don't know how many came from there to watch them beat the Blue Jays. I mean, mm-hmm. I ended up being that person, but that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's definitely true. But yeah, I don't know. Um, but it's also uh, also, like, also they're not going to do that. There's 81 home expensive. games, right, Jackson? Sorry. One of you is going to repeat yourselves, and then the other one can repeat themselves. Oh, I was, I'm going to go first because my thing's really short. Yeah. There's 81 home games. Subtract the three or so Blue Jays games. That's like 78. Yeah. So, yeah. That's not that many. Yeah, like, no, that's fair. See, the people get to, super divided up. So, it's also anyways. super expensive. Those, yes, of course. It's, it's too expensive to do that. Okay. When so, you could just go to a $20 game against the Orioles in another day. Just to to finish that that thought that I was in the middle of having is I while I I do think like ultimately it would be cooler to see the the M's win a World Series. I think a the Blue Jays have a way better chance of actually doing that. Correct. Um, they saw nothing. Yeah, sure. Uh, B. I also just think their current team is cooler, like in terms of who's on it. They're really fun to watch. Their bats are amazing. And also, as I uh, mentioned before we started recording, they're the only sports team I've ever heard of to have like an anti-fat shaming uh, like storyline around them, which is dope. Um, Alejandro Kirk, easily my favorite uh, active baseball player. Um, Correct. Active uh, is a funny word to use, but um, it is technically correct. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I mean, the answer to like, uh, who are you rooting for or whatever? It's like, I don't know. Ask me again when the series is over (laughs) and I'll have an answer for you. I also, I also would say too, uh, from my just very, very, very granular experience online, um, Mariners, BC Mariners fans are like a thousand times more annoying. Uh, than BC Jays fans because I would be willing to bet like n- something like 97 out of 100 BC Jays fans if you ask them like who their second team is would say the Mariners um, that's probably true and yeah. whereas like BC Mariners fans like all like uh, w- with uh with the hate, hate with the the power of a thousand suns like hate the Toronto Blue Jays and are obsessed with them in a way that is like deeply embarrassing to me it's it's a little bit like all the canucks fans that are obsessed with the toronto maple leafs and it's just i don't like... know man that makes sense that makes sense though this huge <laughs> I... band of people comes in clogs the highway okay wa- it makes wa- sense wa- if you're in. from no sh- stop it makes sense if you're from seattle it doesn't okay, make sense if you're it from makes sense if you're me seattle. and you had to be in seattle that yeah, weekend okay. for unrelated that. reasons yeah. and you're trying to come home and there's like all these Fucking people from the from the, from the prairies coming home. Even if you're not from Seattle, I think when you become such a big fan of Seattle, even if you live in Vancouver, you are you you do the same thing as the people who live in Seattle. You take pride in that city as part of it. It leaks in. Like, okay, sure, fine. And but so, like, okay, what I will say, say, it leads me to me to call the Canucks. We, you know, yeah, I, okay. it, it'll. It, 
I, I would also be like, get them out of our. Who is your most going, hated you like know. Canucks rival though? Because Boston. because if the because the analog Chicago? here is the analog the the analogy here would be uh the the Leafs and the Habs because they are those are the only two teams that rival Canucks fans in the stands at Canucks home games. Sure, and yeah. neither of those teams yeah. make like even my like Mount Rushmore. Maybe the Leafs as a distant fourth. But like yeah, I hate, like, I, I hate them. Like the Habs because they annoy Leafs fans. <laughs> <laughs> How, however, though they play like the divisions and conferences are different. That's Seattle true. Plays the fact games. that the Toronto Maple Leafs are in the American Conference or American League is so funny to me. That is funny. I guarantee, yes. I guarantee you, when Toronto and Vancouver were in the same division, they hated yeah. each other. Sure, and, and maybe that, maybe that plays, uh, maybe that plays a. Uh, uh, a role in why some of the, like people who have been around longer hate them, but uh, um, I will say that uh, yeah, like they're they're not in the same division though; they're in the same conference. Oh my god, they play they play each other. Uh, they actually do play each other a lot consistently, Still. though. Like, yeah, quite a that's lot. true. Yeah, that is true. But uh, yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the last word on this topic because you have seven more to go. But yeah, sure, let's go on. Yeah, please. There's no yeah, other, we're, there's we're no other way, way to determine. More time in this. There's no other way to yeah. determine who I'm gonna read for, except which one has more brown people. Yeah, uh, this is what we're and I'm gonna include. Into uh, you say Kikuchi in that mm-hmm. count, um, because yes. he lacks white boy privilege. Sure, there's a number so of Kikuchi counts, but in... but Bichette does not. Based Bichette, on that, Bichette, Bichette glides off of white boy privilege. Yeah, this sure. is no okay. judgment against Bichette. No, Bichette is not does does not. Uh, yeah, like I was, I thought of that. I grew up with a bunch of like Chinese Jamaican people, and yeah. I I know that like that's in Bichette's uh, uh, lineage or whatever. Sure. Um, some ancestry, and so I thought about that, but but no, he 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 passes too well. Sure, that's yeah. fair. And so I, I think did it come down to a tie or did Seattle? I think no, I think it was Seattle. Seattle like eked out. I have no idea because you kept missing people, and <laughs> and and you inexplicably, despite the fact that Jackie Bradley Jr. is the first outfielder listed on their active roster, uh, you whatever, somehow didn't scrolling. count him as. Okay. Your, can your I can I just tell you who wins this one? Okay. Yeah. It's the Jays because they don't have a Macklemore song about them. Fair, oh, yeah. I think I thought it was. I mean, I do think it is the best even. Macklemore song, although that is not really a compliment. Yeah, that's not at all. Um, because because from what I remember, you said Vias that there were eleven. Uh there were 11 Mariners and then you said there were maybe 11 Jays tops, but you weren't including ja- Jackie, uh, Jackie Jr. <laughs> there was a couple of characters, Sopranos character, Jackie made. Bradley Jr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a couple, there's a couple accounts and, and I, I think and you also, also missed Santiago Espinal as well. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause he wasn't on the roster that I was looking at yeah. and maybe Lord uh, Gurriel. So yeah, maybe, well, we'll see the playoff. We'll see the playoff last year. We'll we'll but revisit like, this later. I yeah. I think it's gonna be the Mariners for me. I just that makes sense. I had that moment of being. Uh, you know what? We'll carry on. Yeah, yeah, the Mariners, yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. I will say just as a as a final note, uh, Seattle does get the edge on having the best guitar player on their roster. Amazing that he was able to carve out that career 
nearly two decades after releasing that song with Rob Thomas. But anyways, um, the Canucks exist. Uh why did we open the show with like probably friend. 20 minutes of talking about baseball? Because how could you possibly give a shit uh, when this is happening and when the vibes around the Vancouver Canucks are possibly the most fucked they have ever been? Certainly I can't since think of a time that rivaled it. I started covering the team. Like, remember when Lyndon Vay's dad got arrested for murder or attempted murder? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is like if that deserves a heritage minute. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that mm. that's the first thing I ever wrote for Canucks Army was about that, which really I think kind of <laughs> we should have known right away. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like this is like if that happened in the same summer as the uh Golden Eagle Thanks. Farm scandal thing as the same no in the same like two week stretch yeah exactly yeah, like, yeah totally. in a very in a very quick stretch right when you're getting people to get interested in the canucks again for the year so right where do, right when people come back from vacation where yeah. do we even start here there's um there's the injuries which i mean is like let's start from the bottom we'll start from the injuries yeah okay yeah that's yeah. you know this happens all the time but like brock besser that hurts because you know that is probably your your number one or number two guy that you're looking at being like he has to have a way better season this year if the Canucks wanna you know I felt bad vibes as soon as he said I'm going to score 30 goals this year oh I know yeah. I've never seen a player just promise like that and go oh, okay that's not happening we yeah. know that's not happening I'm betting the under on that. And I mean, this is another, this is a guy who's had injury trouble in the past. And then Ilya Mikheyev, I believe, is how people have agreed to say his name. That's how I've heard it uh, recently. Um, feels like one of those ones that changes all the time. But uh, like big. No one say big, his name. Yerky will text you. Yeah. <laughs> your big marquee uh, middle six free agent. Uh, getting injured right before uh, the season even starts. Um, that just feels like a recipe for disaster, especially because, as I have mentioned many times in the past, this is a guy who in a uh, not in a like lingering issue kind of way, but in a in just cursed, lingering bad, uh, cursed, bad luck kind of way has been injury prone in his career. Um, yeah. uh, yeah, uh, not looking good. I don't know. Uh, the we also roster... didn't get, don't get, don't get to watch what Mikhaev or Mikhaev looks like. like yeah, he totally. Get to go. Yeah. They, no idea. Basically. Uh, no What's idea. His injury? Like... It's a, it's a lower body thing. that was at his back or something. Oh uh, man. I, I don't, don't it, that was a while we, ago. I don't remember. Between the three of us, how many games have you watched in the preseason of like what six games? Uh I two watched periods. two periods, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I watched one and I because I I, I was there. That was yeah. about it. I am going Fair. to the Coyotes game tomorrow. That's cool. Oh nice. I guess. We'll um it's yeah. un, it's untelevised, so so that's fun. Oh yeah, that is fun. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. You you look at like you, you just you look at the roster like it was thin already. Um, you know, the depth was already questionable in the sense of like, like, I think the o overall roster when healthy 
is better than it was last year. But I also think that like the first, second, or third guy getting called up is significantly worse than it was last so year. So bad. Like very so bad. bad. Like like yeah. like trying Linus Carlson out in the top six bad uh in the preseason, you know? And my one criticism of Boudreaux is that for some reason he seems like he just really doesn't like Niels Hoaglander. And so like if that's not really gonna be an option in your top six, then like you know the it's it's just not looking good. I don't know. Um that that's like the least of their concerns really right now in terms of like vibe checks. But uh but it's you know it's, it's not so a good bad. way to have things start. They um, haven't what they only won their first game yesterday in Edmonton. That's right. Yeah. And after, after all that's not like it's this is still there's still red flags all over the team. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's preseason. Spencer that's always Martin. the yeah, I, I know. Like these things don't matter, but uh, it just feel it just feels bad. And, and these also, things don't matter. Like, but I will say these things these things don't matter until you until you realize that like going back a decade now, the Canucks make very significant roster decisions based on how people do in preseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Adam Gaudet making the team instead of Sven Berchi. Um, uh, waving Frank Corrado, uh, for no reason, which I know, oh like, God, didn't, uh, you know, it's funny. Like, I mean, I know that I, mean, I argue about that more as just as much as everyone, but I'm still so tired of that argument. Well, okay. So I was thinking about this though. And, um, I, I believe it was Vias tweeted about JT Miller's hat, um, with the, the thin blue line flag on it, uh, which by the way, are we talking about JT Miller's hat or the Canucks roster? Am I right, folks? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, but anyways, we uh, Vias tweeted about uh, JT Miller's cop hat, and then someone was like, "You're not seriously still thinking about this?" And I, it was way after the fact, so I didn't do this, but I really wanted to respond, like, "Buddy, I'm still mad they waved Frank Corrado. <laughs> Are you kidding me that I'm not still thinking about his hat like two weeks later?" Uh, um, good. No, the best really uh, about that was. You know, blue lives matter, but his blue line doesn't. Oh know. yeah, I wish I could remember who who uh, who tweeted it was, that. But it was some person I've never seen before. I, he got like, a follow from me from it. Amazing it was, yeah. entry. Yeah, uh, JT when, Miller. When when, when was, that person first said, "Go ahead, yeah. sorry, go ahead." No, I just want to get it right. It was JT Miller thinks blue lives matter, but he doesn't think playing behind his blue line matters. <laughs> yeah, very that's, good. That's he got so, a follow from me so for, for that. It was it was very so funny. dumb. Yeah, the guy who said, "Are why are you still thinking about this?" Yeah, I, I assume that was that was just like some guy mad at us because he said something about cops. Probably, and yeah. I I just replied, pee, "Oh yeah, poo poo, ha ha." Yes, <laughs> which which I feel very proud of. That's always uh, a good I'm gonna, way to answer. Yeah, for a, a very smart take here about yeah. what you just raised. I'm being oh, yeah. serious about the Canucks making large roster decisions sure. uh, right in the preseason. They don't have to pay for flights for their call ups and call downs. Yeah, the team is now the, the the farm team is not in New York. The farm team is in Abbotsford now. Yeah, so I, I don't true. like yeah. The waiver issues uh, are are going to be crucial, but like I th- I think before the team really didn't want to have too much movement between yeah uh, the, the the farm team in the first month. It not just not just because of literally flight ticket thing, but 
You it's want not to the flights, to it's the 20 hours hours of travel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, tra- travel, the instability it brings to both teams. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. annoying, and, and you'd like to try to solidify it. You know you're going to call up guys later on, but now, like, this is one reason the Canucks went to Abbotsford, so that they can have a lot more flexibility in, uh, in, in player movement. Yeah, and so they can um, keep less players on the uh, roster uh, for cap like considerations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drance too. brought That's this too, up yeah, recently, yeah. like how hard it's going to be for them with their cap situation to actually have 23 people on the roster at a given time, um, mm-hmm. especially depending on huh. like how IR works, et cetera, et cetera, which I've never understood and I'm not going to learn now. Um but uh, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. Like, I think, and and also, like, by the same token, there's more attention being paid to the AHL roster, and thus, like, more attention being paid to like things like who's gonna get called up first when someone gets injured, who's mm-hmm. gonna start the team, like, who's gonna start with the team, and who's gonna start in Abbotsford, and that like question may not even necessarily like have the same answer as who do we expect to be with the team for most of the year versus mm-hmm. who do we expect to be in the AHL for most of the year. So, yeah. um, yeah, uh, I, I could yeah. probably go to a game soon. I work in Langley now, so I can, yeah, I want to go to an Abbotsford yeah. game. One of these days I'll do it. Okay. So why else are the vibes fucked? Uh, there's the Rachel Dory thing, which is just weird. Basically they were, so Ra- Rachel Dory gets hired like kind of uh, a little bit after the initial swath of hires. I think she's like one of the first hockey ops hires after the front office is set. If yeah, I remember yeah. correctly, I don't remember. I, I, yeah, yeah. It, it, took, it took like a week or so. It did. It wasn't part of the same span of. Getting no, like it was. It was. Cast on gay and yeah, Granato. it was after that. It was after uh, I guess Cami Granado was actually like. I, I feel like one of the very, very first outside the front office hires because she's like a scout, I want to say. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. That's not really like front office. Um, But uh, but yeah, she was and she was her hiring was a huge uh, like a huge story here, at least like maybe not a huge story, but it was a big like sort of victory lap, like PR home run for the team because uh, they hired three white women which is, uh, I think, the most white women ever hired by a hockey team ever. Um, a man's hockey team. They hired say. three white women, and everybody lost their mind. It's true. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then they also, like, literally days before she was fired, uh, announced that she was going to be part of the coaching staff. And yeah, like that, the, team announced, the team announced it. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was another, like, you know, not nearly as big of a PR home run as the initial hiring was, but it was another like, hey, cool, look at this kind of thing. And then what basically felt like five minutes later, she was gone. And I cannot get a sense of why she's gone. Anybody I have talked to who seems to like know or have an idea is extremely cagey about it. Um, I yeah your guess is as we good have, as mine we yeah we it, it's probably not worth to speculate no uh, definitely not do you know all, how all many we parking know. garages we've been to in the past like six weeks and we've gotten zero <laughs> answers <laughs> I, I god i hope we get to show people why you made that joke 
Yeah, I I mean, yeah. We've been yeah. sitting on park benches behind someone else with the newspaper up, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. it's way too hot to wear trench coats right now, guys. That's I, right. I need to yes. stop. Yeah, I... Uh, need to start telling us. I don't know what uh, I don't. I have no idea what's going on. It's we're we're gonna we're gonna find strange. out when she raised her lawsuit or whatever. Yeah, she lawyered stuff. up, right? Enough people. Enough people. Yeah, we don't know if like that means that they're actually gonna go ahead with the suit or not. Like, sure, we'll see. Aquilinis might also try doing some scare tactics. Uh, yeah, because I'm sure they're on lockdown mode with, uh, uh, you know. Yo, we'll, we'll get to Aquiline with, yeah. but like I I can't. I can't see a point in, in further discussing Rachel Burry. Uh, I, yeah. Too many, too many things about her are kept under wraps. And sure. Uh, I think speculation is just not, not worth it. Uh, uh, I'm, it's, it's sad to watch. And yeah. with, I, it'll, it's pretty surprising that there's a lawsuit involved and that tells me it's serious. It doesn't seem like that's frivolous. And yeah. Um, yeah. It's like I, this is like three weird issues going on with the Canucks. Uh, well, I even get to other stuff. So I just want to say, terrible. like, so people, there, there, there's, there's definitely some like, uh, uh, some weird stuff that goes on with Rachel, where like, I think a long time ago she maybe said something stupid or like posted something stupid or whatever, which like. I mean, I, I I always I I treat it a little bit like when people find like some bad thing that like Dan Carcillo said, like some like a stupid thing that Dan Carcillo said or whatever. Where it's kind of like, well, like I'm not saying that that should just be totally discounted, but like think about try to try to place this person in the context of everyone else around them and how fucking bad their opinions and things that they say probably are. Um, and, uh, so like, also it, she was probably like eighteen when all that happened. Well, like, that's, she's, 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 that's the other thing too. Not like we haven't made fun of people for things they've said when they were eighteen before. <laughs> yeah. But Fair it's also very clear that we were just making fun of funny jokes or that's like, true. Yes, embarrassing things people said. Not like, hey, I, we shouldn't hire this person because. Yeah, I will admit it was a little bit embarrassing when Rachel Dory posted, "I hate girls completely homo." But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, it, you know, I don't think it has any bearing on whether or not she's qualified uh, for her to work for a hockey team. The other thing that I will mention is that uh, I didn't get to talk to her, but Reese interviewed her for the very short lived podcast that we did together. And I um, I edited the whole thing. And uh, there's no question that she is like an extremely bright hockey person. So. Whatever happened, it's not that they suddenly realized that she can't do that. She that she's not qualified or that she's like bad at ho hockey decisions or something. There's there's more going on to it than that, or at least. Yeah, and Bruce Boudreau sang her praises uh, yeah. very shortly before getting fired. So, so very weird. Uh, can't wait to fucking uh, follow that story. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, and then. So I guess then we speaking of Frankie lawyering up. Yeah. Um, the, the really big bombshell piece of news, I think from the Canucks preseason uh, is this Francesco Aquilini abuse allegation story um, that 
has a couple of different layers to it. And I hope I don't like get it. I hope I, I hope I get it mostly correct here, but essentially um, from what I understand and reading, reading back through uh, all kinds of news stories about Francesco Aquilini for uh, just all for a long time. And for a number of different reasons, uh, he has been in a legal battle with his uh, ex-wife Talia Aquilini for like a very, very, very long time over child support almost, payments. Almost 10 years now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's not, it's never really been clear to me what the central like issue is because she's been after him for almost a decade, but the line from him and from his lawyers is that like, oh, he always paid child support and he always paid it on time. So like, I don't know what the like exactly is going on there, especially because um, the matter that seems to be uh, like contentious right now is the degree to which like he owes money for his adult children that have li- that are like no longer minors. Right. Um, but the uh, the big story that came out is Basically, uh, his children and his ex-wife are alleging that uh, Francesco basically uh, engaged in repeated and horrific uh, physical and psychological, I guess, abuse of uh, of his children dating back to uh, when they were very young. There's one um, I think the, the story that sticks out or the allegation, I guess, that sticks out is uh, the one about. Uh, him throwing a five-year-old child across a room and uh, beating another or possibly, I guess, the same child uh, as they slept and then continuing to beat them after they woke up. Um, and I think the the thing that's that really like uh, raises an eyebrow about it, even more so than the allegations themselves, was the revelation that... Uh, the uh that francesco aquilini doesn't know where his children go to school um because that they uh, don't want him to know they don't want him to know that that information has been uh kept from him uh because there's essentially basically from what i understand like some kind of no contact order between him um and his children or if it's not a legal thing then at least like an understanding that like they don't want to have anything to do with him. And so things like where they live and where um, they go to school are like blotted out uh, when he gets like stuff about them or whatever. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm butchering the, uh, the, the details, details here a little bit, but you get the is... idea. Yeah. I'm sure I could find better words to use, but um but essentially I, that's I the, it, the meat of it. Yeah. I found it very ironic and in an upsetting way whenever the uh, Truth and Reconciliation Day uh, events oh. were happening because like when we saw we saw the photo of him sitting with Gino and uh, Chai Kroger. Oh, man. Um, yeah. And and also he was he was sitting with Gino, I think, on on the, the night of the uh, what the fuck what game is in Seattle game, yeah. the home game mm-hmm. where it was like on September 30th it was just like you just got revealed to do some incredible amounts of child abuse what do you think this day is about yeah 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 yeah. 
Absolutely. I don't know. I, maybe it wasn't something that, like, if they were going to think about it, they're going to change up. But it just, it just felt very bleak when that news had just come out, and then you see him, uh, you know, show, try trying to still be at the center of everything of the team. You know, yeah, uh, it it really does uh, it, uh, show a, a, a callousness about the whole thing. Like, yeah, that you wouldn't like just have the good sense to, you know, like I, I think about the the Vertanen thing right which i mean that's that's a a subject that we're about to get to too but like when the when the vertanen allegations happened it was like he's on a leave of absence and then it was just radio silence until they dropped him you know what i mean like it was like you didn't hear about him you didn't uh you didn't talk to like nobody talked to him like there was nothing on that front although i will although they did keep the big fucking banner of him uh outside the the arena so maybe i shouldn't be surprised i guess about this one but like Mm -hmm. just the idea that yeah like just barely any time passes at all and here you are fucking there like just uh soaking in the you know the the truth and reconciliation uh ceremony shit with with gino ojic at just i i shouldn't refer to it as shit the him him being there, him being there, is what I mean by that. Uh, like it just, yeah. I, I, I didn't even really think of that. I think because I didn't watch the game. Um, but that is pretty heinous. Uh, fuck. Yeah, it, it just make, it also makes me think. This is a family that owns the team. It's not Francesco who is the sole owner. Yeah. It, it, it makes me confused a little bit that the other brothers and and Fred uh Aquilina uh, Jr. Luigi Luigi haven't uh put the clamps on him a little bit or at least told him like stay out of the fucking eye go on a vacation uh and just come back when you're chilled out <laughs> like yeah uh it, they're not very good at uh at crisis communications no. Again, surprising because they have a former VPD chief uh, running their uh, like their yeah. spokes as their spokesperson. I don't know. Very oddly run organization. Doesn't know how to get ahead of things. Doesn't know how to uh, uh, properly change the channel. Uh, yeah, I think now that uh, Melnick has kicked the bucket, uh, Francesco is challenging for the title of like the most loudly shitty uh and like evil yeah. NHL owner like in the sense that like you know uh, I'm the other sure... ones are shitty but they're less obvious about it and yeah smart exactly to keep it hidden I mean there are there are there have to be so many NHL teams where people couldn't even tell you who the owner is in the city among the fan base yeah. you know yeah. whereas like everyone in that like even very very casual Canucks fans know that Francesco Aquilini is the owner and have known for you know 15 years now anyways um I alluded to the Jake Vertanen thing let's let's go let's move on to some lighter news here uh Jake Vertanen released from his PTO by the Edmonton Oilers um honestly I think uh, kind of a perfect, uh, perfect outcome here because uh, Jake Furtanen uh, just gets to, uh, you know, not play in the NHL because he fucking sucks. 
Uh, and the but the Edmonton Oilers still uh, keep them around long enough to alienate a huge portion of their fan base and look incredibly stupid uh, and shitty in the process. Uh, so I say good work. He got to get booed, he got to get booed really hard by yes. his home fans. Absolutely. Uh, in Abbotsford, the last game. That was yeah. awesome. I, I would have loved to be at that game for that. Me too. I guess yeah, I would have worried that everybody's yeah. going to cheer for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume the kid who comes from Abbotsford is still going to be celebrated uh, no. <laughs> by the town, but fuck yeah, that, that rock. That rock. Yeah. Good, I, uh, I know he can't, he can't really go back to Russia, so, so he's going to cross that off the list or else he's going to get conscripted. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I honestly was curious what you guys thought if, because sometimes when players don't make it through their PTO, that wasn't a tryout just for that team. That's oh, also yeah. for the scouts to watch. Yeah. I think he could get picked yeah. up by some. I think he could play in Arizona. Uh, you know? I think that at this point, he is looking at, at best, the, the very, very best thing that could happen for Jake Vertanen is a two-way deal where he starts in the AHL. Yeah, um, and and he's gonna like pay his dues uh, to that to the hockey community and possibly play in the NHL again. I, yeah, I won't be surprised. He, I will. He's so far, only made, tried it, tried to play in very heavy markets like Edmonton yeah. and Vancouver. I think he could totally fly into the radar playing in a place like Arizona. I will say that the you know i i i would never want to bet against a guy with his quote unquote pedigree getting a chance uh even a fifth chance basically at this point um but he's really fucking bad and he was really fucking bad in the preseason uh like no, you could very, very uh, strongly make the argument that nobody did less with more opportunity in in the preseason than Jake Vertanen did. Uh, I agree, very... and I don't think you're going to disagree with what I want to say, but sure. I feel like he's like when I said the pressure and that he's able to mm-hmm. fly into the radar. I don't sure. just mean uh, the media is not going to dog him for yeah. what he has done off the ice. Sure. Uh, uh, as a, as a predator, uh, there all there's also less pressure on his play. Sure, yeah, he, yeah. Him being just fast, especially a team like the Coyotes, who are just like extremely going to be bad this year. Yeah, there's enough. We're we're like, like Edmonton is uh, is a pretty forward heavy team. Is it a big surprise that Bertano wasn't able to make it? No, it shouldn't like, be. No, it should, it, it, should, it shouldn't be. I I think. Even if he, you know, is terrible with points wise, uh, a GM or a, scout, a team of scouts is going to look at him being fast if he yeah. decides to be fast, and that's going to be enough. They're going to be like, "All right, let's let's give him a shot. We need some speed down the middle." So, the the case yeah. that I will make the the counter argument that I will make is that I gen I do genuinely think that a- that after his like we're not talking about a guy who has had a bad six months. We're, no, we're talking about a, a guy who's had a bad, like two years now, basically 
Like I, I in can't that remember. career really. Yeah, like like genuinely yeah, like outside he, of the shock and Jake here. Yeah, outside of that, the the one season where he he rode really really high percentages, uh, to en route to a thirty six point season, um, like his reputation around the league is bad on and off the ice, and I don't even just mean like in because of the uh sexual assault stuff like he's had a he's had a bad reputation off the ice since junior and a bad reputation on the ice since junior the he he didn't even get first line minutes at even strength in the chl in his draft plus one year i remember writing an article about it uh way way back uh for canucks army in like you know 2015 fuck it might have even been for like it might have even been for jeremy's blog it might have even been before canucks army um i would say that i think that the overwhelming consensus among nhl talent evaluators right now is that jake bertanen is not good enough to play in the nhl so i do think there's probably five teams or so out there that would be totally willing to hand him a uh like a a, a two way deal, but I do not see any way that he starts on an opening night roster in the NHL. Like, no, he's gonna have to play. I, I think the only reason that that's not gonna happen is because it's gonna take too long to secure a deal with the team. By next sure, uh, I don't think. Like, I, I I will say I I think his NHL career is over because, because I think he, he's. He's all the other thing I was going to bring up. He's, he's he's even cheaper now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I don't I don't think there's not a team out there. Uh, like I agree, it's probably only like five teams. Who, sure, there's usually only like five or five to ten teams who yeah who kind of have a pattern of doing this. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be like he's super cheap. Why not give him one more chance? I think he. I think it's near the end of his career. I, uh, but he's still got another chance. So I, I hate, I, to, say I, I what, hate to say it. I take no pleasure in reporting. This. Here's what, here's what I think. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to like, I might be wrong. I've definitely been, been wrong. Most of the time when I, whenever I lean towards uh, the NHL behaving morally or rationally or hockey in general, really. Um, but what I really think is, he is not going to get a chance in the NHL until he pays his dues in the AHL yeah. at the very least. And he's incapable of doing that. He's, yeah. he's going to, if he goes down to the AHL, he's going to put up the kind of numbers he put up in the K. He's going to be like a half a point per game player. Uh, he's going to be lazy in an environment where like, I mean, being lazy doesn't win you any friends like anywhere in hockey, but like uh, Jake Vertanen just got outplayed just in the general preseason, got outplayed by everyone's like middle six AHL guys and actual prospects that that they're actually excited about. And if you go around and you look at the landscape, like in the NHL, and you just look at every team, like where's the room for Jake Vertanen to sneak into that, like top 15 forwards, like, especially by this point, 
there there isn't any because like whoever teams have earmarked as their 12th, 13th, 14th forward is a guy they have e- either someone they signed, they went out and got when there were when there was an actual free agent market and then these players were actually desired or it's a guy that they drafted and they developed and they're invested in. So like if Jake Bertanen lands a deal somewhere, he is going to start off as like the, the 15th, 16th, 17th forward on an NHL depth chart. And I just do not think his like ability, his makeup, uh, his like his his character, if you want to use that word, or even literally like his conditioning, his fitness is good enough for him to overcome that uh, unless something changes. So I uh, as much as like I really hate to to come down on the side of like, oh, yeah, the NHL will behave rationally like I do genuinely think there is a shot that this is it for him in the NHL, basically. Um, Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Knock on wood. Uh, but uh, enough to your point, not, not yeah. uh, the situation mm-hmm. is not fair. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but uh, it was very satisfying too. Uh, just the way the whole thing went down at Edmonton was just brilliant. Watching, Oilers fans like started out being, you know, mildly intrigued or whatever, and then just like realizing very quickly how much he sucks in exactly the same way that we realized. And then him just very publicly flaming out and getting uh, released from his PTO. One of the rare nice again, pieces again, of the news. Ender, the Ender in Abbotsford to be booed mm-hmm. there. That that's a storybook ending. Absolutely. If, if that's the, if that's his last game ever, that's amazing. Fuck, could you imagine? I never, I never want to forget that. Where I would love to see Jake Vertanen have to take a uh, a like have to have to take a hockey playing uh, role in like a sh- very shitty hockey league, like you know have to go play in like I don't know like Latvia or something. That would rock. And that's what I very much hope happens, or like ECHL. Or something like that. I, I kind of I I think like over there he gets to be isolated from his reputation, uh, and such. Yeah. To and I feel like it's even more humiliating that he would have to play in like the does the IHL still exist? No, like, I don't think like, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the just like a regional hockey league. Yeah, whatever that, league uh, Donald Brashear played in uh, after he. <laughs> You know, you know the one the, the, like, the, like, adult, like an adult men's game, men's league, yes, or or like the, the league from that new Letterkenny show, like the the <laughs> the Northern Ontario yeah. Major Junior Adult League or whatever. For sure, that would rock. That's the best thing. case scenario. That's better for for him to have to walk around his own city and go to the bars and see people wearing the jerseys of people who are younger than or like you know people yes. who he used to play with. And basically, what I'm saying is to have that reminder is is more punishment than to be uh far off somewhere else that yeah is it foreign to you whatever like yeah you, you can you can find out a way to restart your life i don't want him to restart his life without i i agree yeah, but, I, but given how yeah. given the conversation that we just have i will settle for like him having to play anywhere outside like the big five leagues or whatever um yeah 
that yeah. would be great. Like, like even if it's just that he has to play in, yeah, like Latvia or something, or like, or you know, uh, be be Dutch Gretzky 2.0 or whatever would be uh, satisfying to me. Uh, yeah, like at least Latvia has like some good hockey players. It'd be much funnier if you had to go play in like the Scottish league. Yeah, I would. I really. <laughs> it would be great. If, Wales is just beautiful. Yeah, exactly. That would be really again. The Welsh are the same as most of these European countries, but fuck, yeah. if I'm him, I just go to China. Fair, yeah. You know, yeah. I I will say too, like just as a, uh, just as a an addendum to to this conversation, do you like Jake Vertanen just profoundly? profoundly sucks in in every way because like do you know how much you have to suck just like down to your core as both a human being and as a hockey player to like fuck up being a canadian born kid from abbotsford who's like 6'3 215 pounds with a finnish last name uh drafted sixth overall by your hometown team also to fumble that bag handsome. is like unforgivable absolutely to, yeah to also be a handsome hockey player that's an, like that's another factor he would have well, been a star and the other thing too is like he looks like shit now like he 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 got he like fucked that up very quickly too um i remember i will i will leave the person in question uh anonymous but it was a it was a sports writer uh once told me when someone found a picture of him, because people were posting, people would see him out and they would just post pictures of him in like Costco or whatever. And an anonymous sports writer uh, said his arms look just like mine, um, which I thought was <laughs> hilarious. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll leave that there. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Speaking of scandals, there's a there's two different directions we can go in. I'm just gonna get the one uh, out of the way immediately because there's nothing much to say about it. We are aware of the Willie Mit- developing Willie Mitchell story uh, at his resort. Um, obviously, there's clearly clearly some kind of uh, uh, certainly misconduct and impropriety happening there. But the uh, what what has actually uh, been been commented on in the public record uh is quite limited so it's something that we will uh address as as more uh, information comes out or if it in the future if it just gets completely buried it'll be something we revisit but um given that i i guess what i will just say is i i know there are things that i know and that i've heard about it that i heard in confidence and that I can't repeat. And I don't want to put myself in a position where I accidentally say something that I shouldn't, uh, that isn't, uh, that has the potential to scuttle, uh, you know, just not only like, um, somebody's, uh, you know, uh, writing career or whatever, or, or, uh, hockey career, but also like a potential like legal investigation or whatever. I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole until more, uh, stuff comes out so we'll we'll address that later on um yeah. when when the time is right uh the one that i do want to address though is <laughs> i remember about a month ago maybe a little bit more saying how much 
you know, how much more could really come out about Hockey Canada? We must be near the bottom here. It can't get any worse than this. Um, and then, of course, it did uh, uh, with the revelation that there is a second, uh, I guess, sexual assault slush fund at the provincial level that was not disclosed at the uh, same time as the initial revelations about the first uh, sexual assault slush fund uh, that was referred to as, I believe, the National Equity Fund, which is some real, some oh, actual, awesome. some actual 1984 newspeak yeah. shit. Yes, uh, <laughs> I can't remember what this second one was called, but um, yeah, uh, you know, I guess what I'll what I'll say about this is that um, as as horrible as this is, and obviously it, it is horrible, um, the at least they're like facing real consequences for it now. Uh, their the their reputation is completely um, sewered in the eyes of basically everyone. It seems like I don't think the only people who are still defending Hockey Canada work for Hockey Canada. Um, they have lost like another five huge major sponsors here. Um, in addition to uh, having Esso and Tim Hortons pull out of uh, at least funding uh, certain men's hockey uh, events, Canadian Tire, Chevrolet Canada, Scotiabank, TELUS, Skip the Dishes, and Sobeys, that's actually six, um, have all also now uh, released statements basically uh, amounting to uh severing ties certain ties anyways with uh with hockey canada i know i'm just looking over the article here and i'm not going to read it all but uh skip the dishes for instance uh have released a statement saying they just terminated their partnership with hockey canada i suspect um that is the case for for other sponsors as well i don't know if there's and we're we're welcoming sponsors so <laughs> yeah, all that freed up money. Yeah, Canadian yeah. Tire, Chevrolet. Uh, you guys have uh, have a lot of money kicking around. So, um, you know, yeah, if you, about, you know, how about just, a couple of guys? If you're looking yeah. for a new uh, avenue to uh, throwing money at men involved in some way with hockey, uh, <laughs> us and our listeners would be uh, a worthy target, I would say. Um, I think I think our demographics are probably men from eighteen to forty nine years old. Yeah, to some extent. To some extent. I was. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Uh, anything else to add the on the plurality? The plurality, at least. Uh, yeah. I, yes. I find it fascinating that they they had like two. What what is it? Two months, something yeah. like that, to have fired people on the board, fired executives executives and then hired some like just throw money at a retired judge and be like they're going to run an inquiry yeah. and then eh, nobody looks at you anymore yeah. everybody pats you on the back none of the advertisers leave they've had two months to do this it's it's fascinating and it really uh i i suddenly started thinking about like the deep insidious insidious ties between whoever runs Hockey Canada and like, I don't know, power in Canada that oh yeah, harsher things haven't happened. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
the uh the pm did have a funny thing to say about it though i will say um obviously this is the cheapest heat possible politically to um come out and say that uh you know covering up uh sexual assault for uh since since before yarmer yager was drafted is bad um but uh but his quote his quote about it that i have in front of me here is very funny um two two different things that are funny about it the first is it's not like there's something extraordinarily special about the people at hockey canada that means they are the only people in the country that could run an organization like this um that's a pretty good burn i thought that was very funny especially because it is kind of the central um like thing that people are always saying about uh people in hockey organizations which is like a fucking monkey could do this job like these people are idiots literally anyone could uh like basically if they hired like a small dog and the dog didn't set up a fund for covering up sexual assault <laughs> the dog would be it doing is, a better job than unfortunately it is the potato thing again yes it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> the the potato, the potato cannot set up a sexual yeah. assault slash fund. <laughs> I feel bad about we, joking about this. I know this, it's it's like it's not. There's no yeah. there, there's no assault, and we get quadruple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Sorry, so, uh, the second <laughs> I thought edit, that joke would be more obvious. No, that was funny. It took me a second, but um, the other um. Yeah, and then the other thing is him just spitballing a solution to this, where he says uh, they need to realize that we ha that if we have to create an organization, get rid of Hockey Canada and create an organization called Canada Hockey in quotes instead, people will look at doing that, um, which I do think is is very funny. It's like the um, the episode of uh, BoJack Horseman where Todd oh. makes makes his own Disneyland. Oh, I thought um, you were going to say it's like the episode of Futurama, except it's without. Never mind. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, no, it is, it is like the Bojack Horseman. I would uh, love to see someone do that. Just a random person. That would be amazing. Just, just yeah, start definitely by the website. Um, just start Canada Hockey and just be like, we're doing it. And then just, you know, don't do anything. Uh, and just don't cover up crimes and then watch the money pour just in. Let just let Tim Hortons do it all. I don't fucking care. Like, yeah. let, let the it men's would actually be doing something for Canada instead Tim of just like, I don't know, abusing whatever national identity Canada has to sell extremely shitty donuts. What if we made just, a website? HockeyCanada.edu, you know, or something, whatever the whatever domain we could find. .gov, yeah. Yeah, hockey, HockeyCanada.gov. And then. We were like, we're starting the alternative to um to Hockey Canada. Uh we need you know angel investors or whatever. Here's a you know, here's a donation page. And then we just revert that those donations to patreon.com slash Roxy Fury. And then uh you know, uh profit yeah we you know every all problems are solved um this is my get this is this is my get rich quick scheme i i think we should do it how hard could it be what? i've been i've been in the board of a sport organization so i mean we already got expertise perfect, perfect. i know how to read legal documents yep 
at, at some pace. I could probably figure it out. We have the three uh, types of people uh, that you need to start one of this. We have a person with uh, sports uh, management experience, uh, a, uh, a lawyer uh, type person, and, um, you know, whatever I do. Um, yeah, Are we, we could do it. Yeah, they should just get the the Saudis should just add this on to their tab. The way they've taken over golf, they've taken golf. That they they started their breakaway sports league or golf league. Uh, they started their doing pretty soccer well. league. It way, would be such a way. huge uh, flex for them to take over Canada's national sport not too long after threatening to do nine eleven to them. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm thinking. Sorry, I. I just my head went to a place where like all the different ways that, like, there would be no salary cap. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, we have fun here. Yeah. Uh, always end on a strong note. Um, <laughs> I think that's about it. Honestly, is there anything I, else I, that I, we forgot to get to, or? I don't know. I think. I think in the future we gotta have like. When it's just scandals, there's just more scandals, and I get exhausted talking about scandals. Yeah, me too. Oof. Oh, I it's just that. Oof. I did I not want to talk. I can't keep coming up with. I didn't want to talk. No, about yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, fucking... I know, I know, I know, no, I know, I know, I know saying... you know. I just want to say that blame Hockey Canada and Francesco Aquilini for the fact that this is the shit we talked about this week instead of Bruce Boudreau surviving nine eleven. And Prob Rye getting being involved in a fraud, like a million multi million dollar fraud scandal. Um, that's what I wanted to talk about. But instead, hockey players keep doing crimes, and hockey managers keep doing crimes, and hockey owners keep doing crimes. And we have to be a true crime podcast instead of an ironic left wing hockey podcast. And I hate that. So, anyways. You can follow me on Twitter at Bailson McDonald. I uh, I'm at the Australian, but I'm I'm locked because I I have I have I have a job again, and Ooh. I have there's people who uh, could be mad at me or like if people who I piss off in the course of my work, which is which is a thing that's very likely. Yes, I don't want people looking me up. <laughs> so. Fair. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm at Moose Kayak again. I am also locked, but you know what? If you follow me and follow the show, I'll let you follow me. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, if you want the unfiltered uh, Vias tweets, follow the show at Rocks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and subscribe to the Patreon. I know I already mentioned it. Patreon.com slash Rocks Fever, but there is a new episode up that was the reason why it took us so long to put a regular episode up about the career, the life and times of Donald Brashear. It's one of the best ones we've done, I think. Um, you will learn a bunch of crazy stuff that you probably didn't know about Donald Brashear. So do that. Uh, just please let us do a normal episode. Send your hate mail to we will. We will have... We will have a fun guest coming on soon that yes. uh, most people like way more than us. So Yes, that's right. Stay tuned. That's true. Good night. Time to eat.